friends, you know what I mean, then maybe it just wouldn't have been as big as a problem, you know what I mean? Like if they just had J-Date, you know? <laughs> J-Swipe. J-Swipe, oh, you would know. But uh, no, I, I'm working on definitely, I'm working on not dating white women anymore. All right. it's <laughs> but it's just, <laughs> and, and this like, and I realized that I've, I probably have only dated white women because like, I was raised by a single Latino mom, all right? And single Latino moms are fucking scary, okay? They are scary women, okay? And I think that just scared me from it. So I just started dating white women. I'm like, you know, they're a little less confrontational, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, because we all know the saying, right? We all know the saying. And if, if you make a Latina woman mad, she's going to key your car, right? <laughs> you make a white woman mad, she's just going to take her car back. You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I hate taking the bus, guys. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's ter I, do, I do have to take the bus, though, because I, uh, I, did, I did get a DUI not too long ago. Yeah. And it, no, it's a, it's a shitty experience. DUI suck. I hope no one here gets one. But if it happens to you, I just I hope that you are also on ecstasy when it happens. <laughs> it's a much better experience. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the House of Pride show. We'll be right back after this short
All right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the House of Pride radio show live from San Francisco. I'm your host, Tweeka Turner, and stepping in for Pearl Tease today is... <laughs> Winnie of the Kinsey Six. Oh, my God. Can we get a round of applause? How fabulous. Thank you. What a treat for House of Pride radio. Oh, my God. We don't. This never happens where we get part a, a fabulous... Uh, Famous uh, group, girl group. I know. I wish the whole group were here with me. But did you even know you were going to be a co-host today? No, <laughs> but um, you know, you can just we improvise a lot. It happens in the shows. Well, I knew you would be used to improvising because oh. you know you're all about comedy and, and yes, you know, seat of your pants. Yes, even in all our current show, Electile Dysfunction, we are running for president, and everything is scripted when you run for president. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, things do happen that you have to make it up. That's right. Uh, so welcome, welcome. Thank you. Is this your first time here? I know we had a few of you ladies here last year. The, uh, this is my second time. That's I think I was right. Here about eight months ago, before our last show at the Herbs in October. Welcome back. It's Thank nice you. To have you a day. Now, um, last time you guys were performing, one one member left or retired. Yes. Uh, and my predecessor left. He retired to be a rabbi. To be a rabbi of all things. Yeah, that's what happens. You become a lawyer, and you become a drag queen, then you become a rabbi. Right. And before a lawyer, you're a clown. Well, I was a clown first. Before <laughs> <laughs> I was a professional clown in an ice cream truck. Good humor, of course. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Driving around the Hamptons selling ice cream. <laughs> You make it melted along with ice cream, I'm sure. I made one out of ten children cry, oh, but those wow. no other nine were happy. Good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, but welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so in the eight months or so since we've last had you, can you tell us how your group has developed and uh, what are you guys up to this summer? Oh, so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the group's been around 20 years. I've been playing Winnie for just over a year and a half now. And since we last were here, we were in San Francisco doing our show, Chicks with Sticks. Uh, since then, we have developed our new show, Electile Dysfunction, in which the Kinsey Six are running to be the first Dragapella Beauty Shop Quartet uh, as the GOP nominee for the President of the United States. So the show is hard-hitting, it doesn't pull any punches, uh, and it's really a lot of fun. And of course, it's all in four-part acapella harmony with the Kinsey Six. So we launched that. Uh, it's been a big hit. It was actually even just featured on CNN. We did a, It was a wonderful featurette that CNN did on us and the show and with uh, interviews with us and interviews with the girls, with the boys who play the girls. And also, just recently, we released our ninth album this month. It's called Eight is Enough. Eight is enough. Eight is enough. 25 tracks. It's very exciting. Was the one prior to this called Seven's Not Quite There? No. Actually, the one prior to this was the was the original soundtrack for uh, Lectile Dysfunction when we did it uh, last uh, last election year. Shockingly, not a lot of the songs have changed. Uh, some, some, actually, a lot of the songs have changed, but the topics all are more true now than, they, than the, when the first when the songs were first written. Now, the genre of this album, would you say it's comedy? Oh, yes. Yes, it's, it's comedy. The album is all comedy. There's, some, there's a lot of stuff that's social commentary. Uh, we do have uh, some songs that comment on you know, economic inequality 
sexuality. Uh, even in Electron Dysfunction, we have a song called Sell the Poor. That's about uh, the GOP's economic platform, because uh, that's how it feels sometimes. Are they all new material for this uh, album, or are you, are you rehashing some? Uh... No, actually, all this stuff is new. Oh, uh, the songs are written over the course of two years. Um, in fact, my predecessor, uh, Erwin Keller, is on that CD. Shout out to Erwin, Erwin. Keller, whose character is the same as yours. Yeah, so Erwin created Winnie, mm-hmm. and so and now the new Winnie, that's me, Nathan Markin. Uh, I imagine she left you the, her wigs and whatnot. Or... Yeah, shockingly, we were the same dress and shoe size. Yeah. It was perfect. That is, I wonder if that went into the audition. No, actually, not at all. <laughs> it just happened to be the case. It was meant to be. <laughs> The gods were smiling down. <laughs> they on you. were, they were. But uh, no, the song runs again. There's some, there's some dirty stuff. There's a song about. Uh, there's some songs about butt sex. There's a song about gang bangs, which is one of my favorite. Classic. Um, so it's a it's a parody of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang called Pretty Shitty Gang Bang. Can we swear? Is that okay? Um, no, you have to leave now. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, you know it happens. Um. So, but then we, you know, there's also songs about Fox News and um, and things like that. There's a couple heartfelt songs on the uh, on the. Oh look, my co-host is walking in. The actual um, co-host. Ten Yay! minutes late. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say she's gonna blame it on parking. Let's see what she says. <laughs> Phil- <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, filling in for Pearl Tees this week, who is uh, out of town, is the one and only, the undeflatable, the unstoppable Miss Cruisin' Delu. Well, hello, Tweeka Turner and everyone. Tweeka, actually, I was trying to find your dignity. I'm sorry. Where did it turn? <laughs> where did it turn up, bitch? I'm still looking for it. <laughs> All of the Don Folsom. Oh yeah, well, Polk Street. Oh. Polk yeah. Street. Well, She's I old left, school. I left old it in school. a nice little package in the bathroom for you. Go. Ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and have a Can I have go a look sniff it? During the next break. Who is everyone? Imani. Hey, Imani. Hi. I'm cruising Delu. Nice to meet you. Hey, Sean, I'm Cruz and Delu. I'm Nathan. I'm Winnie with the Kinsey Six. Oh, hi. Oh, I know you yeah. without your face on. I'm Cruz and Delu. Yeah. yeah. Now, and you just had a new album drop. We did. Yeah. We were just talking about that, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty I, awesome. It's pretty hilarious. Take a deep breath. <sighs> I like meeting people. I know. Fo- follow Tweaker's lead, honey. We're we in the middle of... Don't need a mic. Yeah, I, this is why, because I, I need to do something, too. Um, so, Amani, my dear, this is your mic right here. Honey. Right. Come on over here. And then you and Sean, um, you guys share that one. And go ahead, Susan, take over. You were saying. You were saying. I oh, was going to say way, how hair. lovely your new album was. Oh, what's your favorite track? Number three. Oh, great. Mine, mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> And so are you going to go out and promo this? Are you going to uh, go yeah. on a world tour? Well, actually, the songs are, uh, some of the songs are in our current show, Electile Dysfunction, which is playing at the Herbs Theater on July 9 uh, this, this July summer. 9th. We're very excited. It's the world, the West Coast premiere of Electile Dysfunction on the West Coast. So very will you excited. be singing the butt song there? Yes, actually. A Whole New Hole is in that show. What's the name of that song? A Whole New Hole. A No A Whole New Hole. Exactly. It's hysterical. Can we have a little exclusive of like maybe a 20-second? Of A Whole New Hole? Yeah. I sing bass. I don't know the lyrics. What's your role in this? In A Whole New Hole? Yeah. Don't tell me you're the hole. No, it's actually a duet with Trixie and Trampolina. Oh, okay. Yes. What songs do you sing lead on? I sing lead on 
on the album I sing on Putin in the Ritz is a solo of mine. Putin on the Ritz. Um, and, uh, I heard Putin that. Putin in the Ritz. We, on, we played it last time. It's on, yeah, it's it's on a YouTube. Hoot. It's a video. It's a music yeah. video on YouTube. Um, it's it, a hoot. I love that song. In fact, folks listening to us now, you have a whole catalog on YouTube. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. So go, you should guys could sh- go and check that out. It's Kinsley Six. You're, Kinsey Six. Kinsey. Say Kinsey. I, I always want to say Kinsey. Kinsley for some reason. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. Is that that, doc, that sex doctor? Kinsey is yeah. the sex yeah. doctor. Hence the name. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, who does your videos for you? Because they're so clever and so oh, cute. Well, do you have one person, or is uh, it? Yeah, we we collaborate with uh, Maurice Molineau, who's a fabulous uh, director here in San Francisco and filmographer. Um, he and I bond because we're both sci-fi buffs. So um, that means we watch sci-fi in the buff. So we hmm. he does the most of our <laughs> stuff. Um, we also do a lot of things. Uh, we were re- actually we just released a video of a song from. Uh, electile dysfunction called South of the Border, and we we dubbed it Trump's Ode to Mexico. Uh, it's, it's very, I mean, the whole show is very tongue in cheek, anyway. So it was a whole new hole. But um, that's a different it's, cheek. It's a different cheek. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we did just release a video of that from uh, a DVD release of a live recording of Electile Dysfunction. Oh, awesome! So we released some stuff that's live live video from our shows and stuff that's uh, fully produced music videos so yeah huh. it's a whole library it's very prolific Chris and how are you by the way how am I yeah you just you rushed in great. here you lovely haircut yeah nice. oh thank you I got yeah, it at daddy's barbershop Evan Some, Graham yeah, Samoa look. that <laughs> she did my hair too. Samoa did your hair? Shout out to Samoa, yeah. Hey, Samoa, that. Well, it's grown out now, but yeah. No, it's cute. You look really cute. It was cute. really short, similar to yours. Yeah. I I'm not sure if I'm if I'm too old to wear it this way, but no, you know, no, I think no, it looks great. Yeah, it's like the only it. thing tied on me. Hey, whoa, hey. Just a quick sidebar, because since you mentioned uh, uh, Monty, we were, we were going to do a grand um, intro later, but folks are like, Monty's here. Monty Washington is here. Hello. Yay. Thank you for having me. We're going to get into your story in just a few. Okay. Uh, we're going to be calling your record label in All Portland, right. Oregon, I believe. Okay. And get into it. Let's oh, do hang it. Hang tight, honey. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Right. <laughs> 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 drag queen to drag queen. <laughs> All the puns are intended, let's be honest. Now, can you walk the street and be recognized as your character? Uh, when I'm in character? In San Francisco. Yeah, actually. And mm-hmm. it's, it's funny because there's, you know, what the create Irwin created Winnie, and so... Uh, he, there's a long history there with San Francisco, and so it happens all of all the time. And yeah. oddly enough, we look very much alike in, in when we're in phase. A little younger, but yeah. not a lot alike, nonetheless. Now, do you guys keep in touch? <laughs> oh yeah. Where is he based as a rabbi? In uh, North Bay at uh, Temple Ner Shalom, I think, near Pet- near uh, Petaluma, Santa Rosa. Oh, area. he's in the Bay Area. He is in the Bay Area. Oh, still here. Yeah, he and his husband and their their kids and. They're chickens. And they have chickens? They have chickens. Oh my They're God. charming chickens. Is that a euphemism? No. No? It's they, not. It's not a euphemism. Cody has chickens, too. We're going to get into his story a little bit later. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> it's right. Hanging out in the green room is Mr. San Francisco Leather 2016. Oh, I bet he has Again, back too. for an encore performance. Cruz and Delu. We have an, another interview with... It's SF leather. <gasps> I'm so excited. I'm so hi. They hey. tripped me on my way in and then they kicked me when I was down. They poured salt on my wounds. <laughs> so we have a lot going on today. Uh, folks listening to us, we also have a Lady Bunny interview at 7 p.m. So don't go anywhere. Um, so, uh, Nathan, honey. Yes. Tell us w- again where your performances are going to be next. The next one up. 
Our next one's in San Francisco. We'll be at the Herp Theater Saturday, July 9 at 8 p.m. It's electile dysfunction. Uh, you can get tickets on our website, kinsey6.com. There's links for that. Uh, and then if you're outside of the Bay Area, we have shows in Las Vegas the second weekend of June. And we'll be in Denver on June 13. And then after wow. San Francisco, we'll be up to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I think at the Triple Door. Fabulous little venue there. We'll be down That's in LA. Hot. I see the phone is ringing. I wonder if you have like a fan base calling. I don't you. know. Should we? Cousin, should Maybe I it's her. I think you should answer it. Lord only knows who it might be. I know. It's probably Fremont. Hi, is anyone there? <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn the ring on so I actually can hear the phone. Next time. Uh, that's really amazing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh. Here's a here's a personal question. Are you, so are you doing this? Is it enough to give you full time work, or are you still working full time? I I have a job in property management when I'm in town. <laughs> Should I get that? Yeah. <laughs> if that's my mother, I'm not here. <laughs> it's my mother. I'm not here. <laughs> Hello, House of Pride Radio. You're live on the air. Hi, Kylie. Is this sweet cream? Yes, it is. Hi, Sweet Cream. You're calling the House of Pride radio show. I think you probably want to talk to another show. <laughs> yeah, I guess I do want to talk to another show. I just wanted to call in and say hi to the sick bitch there in the house. Everyone say hi to Sweet Cream. Hi, hi. Sweet Cream. Thank you, honey, for calling. We, we really appreciate and love your phone oh, calls. No, Thank I, you. No, no, I bye bye. Oh, okay. Just cut sweet cream. <laughs> she just a regular crane collar. You know, a little cream on the top is okay. Yeah. Oh, Amani's like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> what have I done? Call my agent. Call my agent. I'm keeping it together. <laughs> so, folks need to go and get tickets to your show. Yes, they Herbs. do. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's the Herbs Theater is beautiful too. It is. You know, actually, we'll be in San Francisco uh, making our debut at the Oasis and. December. Another great venue. Yes, we'll be doing the, oh, Oy good Day Lord. It's our holiday. It's our holiday. Oh, you're doing your holiday show at Oasis this year? Mm-hmm. Didn't you do it last year at uh, the Castro? We Theater? did it two years ago at the Castro. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I, I mistaken identity. Um, it's not sweet cream. It's not the crazy lady from down the road. <laughs> it's Kylie Minono. Yay! <laughs> oh, it is the crazy lady from down the road. <laughs> Hi, sweet cream, Kylie. Like sweet cream, because I have big tits you can milk. Um, but I just wanted to call in to our Miss Six in the house and say, Howdy, I love your stuff. She's talking to you, honey. Uh, oh, oh, thank you, Kylie. You're a dear. I love your well, work, too. you don't know me very well yet. But, I've met you um, a couple times, I think. A couple times, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but anyway, I also wanted to get back to the gangbang story you were talking about before Cruz and so rudely interrupted oh, you. By yes. the <laughs> I love a good gangbang story. I know. I want to make a music video of that one. Um, well, it's pretty something gangbang. I can't say the word on the air. Yes, you can. I can? Mm-hmm. I can say shitty? Shitty. Oh, great. Well, shitty. it's pretty, pretty shitty gangbang. Um, I love the song. It's a blast. And it's a hoot because there's a lot of words to it. And the audience, we start getting into it. And the audience doesn't exactly realize what song we're parodying yet. And then once they hear it, they're like, oh, they're doing shitty, shitty gang. Or gang bang. Whatever the hell it is. That would work too, actually. Shitty, shitty, shitty bang, bang, bang. bang. <laughs> you know. If my daughter's listening, don't listen to that song, sweetheart. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to, you'd have to see you'd have to see the show Chicks with Dicks to see what what the gangbang is all about. It's quite a hoot, Kylie. 
But it sounds fun. It sounds like it's a little bit, uh, a little bit less shitty, a little more bang. Oh, it's well. Well, everyone takes away, you know, what they need to yes. from the uh, <laughs> performance. <laughs> yes, there's a little something for everybody, and then some. <laughs> there's a grab bag you can take home with you. Her name is Trixie. <laughs> yes, I've met Trixie. <laughs> How are you, Miss Kylie Minono? Wonderful. I was just uh, sitting here at home working on some things and thought, I'll tune into the show. And I'm so glad um, that I did because there's some wonderful, wonderful people other than the co host. <laughs> she loves me. She can't stand it. The shade of the matter is. <laughs> she's touching herself right now. She's so happy to that's hear my voice. That's what she's working Ooh, on. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> um, well, we really enjoyed having you last week, Kylie. Well, thank you. Um, a black man also enjoyed having me last week. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was uh, was he a chubby chaser? Are you calling me chubby? Oh! Uh, if the shoe fits uh, or not. Which is the fact that you're implying that I'm going to run. I'm going to sit down. He can run laps around me if he wants to. <laughs> but, um, Folks listening to us might think I'm coming across uh, crass is the word, but Kylie and I have a backstory that allows me to use that word. Oh, yes. Yes. Tweek and I go way back. She um, never laughs at anything I say, which is kind of a nice reality check. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. What, um, was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kylie. Oh. Cruise and laughs at everything I say, including my grocery list. But um, oh, all right. I, I didn't s- laugh at that. I'm being okay, insensitive. So Wait, hold on. <laughs> Hello to everyone, and I love the Kinsey Six, and I will let you enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you, Kylie. Before you go, honey, um, tell us where you're next performing. Um, so on Saturday morning, I'm performing what well, brunch afternoon, not morning, but morning for the children. I'm performing um, at the Motown brunch at the Lookout with Carney Asada, mm. uh, Camille Toe, and Amelia Banks. Um, the doors are at noon, brunch show at one. And then later that night, I'm performing at Mother, which is at Oasis with Naomi Small. Um, the doors are at 10, show at 11.30. And then Sunday night, I'm performing uh, for Big Top at Bo. What's his name again? <laughs> his name is Bo, and he's oh. a Big Top. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun, Kylie. Good for you. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's big fun. <laughs> big fun. Cruising well, speechless on that one. Speechless. <laughs> I can't even talk today. I know. <laughs> You're slurring your words I again. Am. I might have had a mini stroke on the way over. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> what is it? Do you it's smell burnt heat. toast? What? Do you smell any burnt toast or burnt feathers? That's the first sign of a stroke. Well, if you smell that. burnt toast without without toast being around, that's burnt the first sign. Buttered or dry? Buttered, of course. What are you saying, Kylie? <laughs> I said burnt toast 
And feathers, we just call Tor uh, Cruzen's kitchen. <laughs> Cruzen's bedroom, actually. <laughs> that's little, all you that's get after your performance is burn toast and some feathers. <laughs> that's exactly. it. Well, I wouldn't put it past Balanois the way they, anyway, I won't go into that story. Oh, <laughs> that's a long story. All right, yeah. folks. Uh, Carly, we, we got we to gotta rock and roll. It's a full house today. Uh, Thank you, my dear, for calling. We want to see you back here real soon, okay? Okay, thank you. Bye. I love you, Kylie. You thought she was sweet cream. So I... (laughs) And you gave her the bum rush. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) She is doughy with, you know, a little cream. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You were so mean to her. No, I'm saying this with love. We joke all the time. Kylie is an amazing talent. So huge talent in the city. <laughs> oh, oh. Ring, ring. She, no, I'm serious. <laughs> she is an amazing talent. She's, She's a dear. She is wonderful and has a heart of gold. Absolutely. I love her to death. Well, so many queens do. Yeah, and she also volunteers the others. A, a lot of her time, <laughs> uh, which I'm always discovering. She's always volunteering her time for fundraising events and and causes such as. That's uh, important. So I. A salute to Kylie Minono. Um, but let's reiterate again, you know, because yeah. we want people to really come out and support Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I would love the more people, the more butts in the seats, the better. So get your <laughs> tickets to Electron Dysfunction on July 9 at Kinsey6.com. That's 11 days before my birthday. Oh, really? If anybody wanted a date. Oh, wow. Must or just every a good time. topic revolve around yeah. cruising to Lou? It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Speaking of cruising and Lou's, so <laughs> we, after we're thank done... You for getting, after thank you for getting my pun. After we're done with our, um, our, our our West Coast premiere tour, we're actually going back to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I say it's, I say speaking of cruising lose it's very cruisy in edinburgh like is it really bathroom yes it's <gasps> wild it's like the good old days then, before oh, the internet ruined everything i know internet still ruins stuff but uh it, it just, you know, <laughs> my <it's>, reputation <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so anyway edinburgh's beautiful some of the bathrooms you guys should do like oh. um oh i know i like you more and more I, this, I, I wanted to ask you this question yes. so you're friends with wendy ho uh, or, she's associated with us. I think yeah. Trampolina is friends with her. <gasps> she does. So she does like um, uh, albums too that are comedy in the genre of comedy. Oh yeah. And she actually charted big on Billboard with her last one. I wanted to ask you: Have you promoted to Billboard comedy top fifty? Uh, you know we should. You should. I'll do that tomorrow. Well, <laughs> I'll do it when I get home. You, you could try. Yeah, it probably takes just five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I could totally see that brand charting. You know what you guys do mm-hmm. is that good? Does she have a label? I don't know about that. Yeah. It's a good question. I feel like that, like labels do all that crap, and so we we self produce. You all could of be our your stuff, own label though, which we effectively you know, are. And, yeah, we effectively brand. are for all of our media and T-shirts and crap. We're our, our own media, our own label. We're our own promoter, our own booker. Fabulous. It's, well, listen, I invite you to stay and hang with all of these uh, local luminaries, if absolutely. you'd like. Absolutely. Uh, right now, we take a short break, and we're going to come back with uh, Monty Washington. Right on deck is uh, Cody, Mr. S- San Francisco Leather 2016. Hey, Cruising, guess what? What? We have a sponsor this month. A sponsor? <gasps> oh, my God. It's just like an AA meeting. Well, here goes. Oh, should I turn the volume up on that? Sponsor? Oh, it's the volume up on your mic. Oh, here we go. San Francisco, are you ready for pride? Wait, I don't think you are. 
Street in the inner Richmond. They are certified as an LGBT business by the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce. Visit Sparky's Fun and Joy at www.sparkysfunandjoy.com.
All right, welcome back to House of Pride Radio. It's a full house today. Stepping in for Pearl Tees. This week is my lovely co-host. Cruisin' Deloo. Hi, Tweeka Turner. Hi, is everything good, Cruisin'? Everything is fantastic. I'm sad about you this week, though, that you're taking another boat job. I've missed you, Miss Cruisin', Miss Tweeka. I'm Cruisin', you're Tweeka. All about Cruisin'. Um, yes, you are Cruisin' Deloo, and you have a fabulous Friday night show called... Uh, uh, a Mama's Drag uh, at Balançois every Friday night at 8 p.m. No cover, all ages. It's free, folks. It's one of the only few drag shows in the city that you can just walk in, enjoy some fried food, and <laughs> <laughs> watch a, a good old campy, I would say, on Ben God drag show yes. like they used to do. And that oil in that fryer has been in there since 1948. <laughs> I swear to God. I and think Jimmy Hoffa is in that oil in that fryer. Add some flavor. Flavoring. You <laughs> yeah, don't, that's you don't it. need any seasoning. Uh, <laughs> let's segue to the right. Welcome back. Uh, you've been here a guest before. Yes, I have. And Thank she, you for having me again. It's been a, 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 been a pretty a little minute. Bit, yes, I came back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and only Amani Washington. Hello. And girl, she's coming back with uh, on a mission here. OMG. Mm-hmm. OMG. OMG. <laughs> yes. Folks listening to us, I'm just going to lead and segue, and you can take over, Amani. Okay. Uh, Amani has just teamed up with our favorite uh, record label here, one of our favorite uh, Bay Area record labels, Swisscraft Bounce mm-hmm. Music, Mac and Sola's label. Yes. Uh, they have gone and developed an amazing EP, dance EP called My Heart Beats Faster, Faster that just dropped yesterday, yes. featuring Amani Finally. Washington. Yes, thank you. Go ahead, you. girl. I'll take over. All right. So, <laughs> we have My Heart Beats Faster just been released yesterday, just like you just mentioned, on Switchcraft Music uh, with Mac Sola. Um, it's a long-anticipated um, song that um, we have been just waiting and waiting. I was so... <sighs> Well, I've been so waiting for it. Oh my God! Like <laughs> for this moment here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're finally here, and um, I, I hope you guys enjoy. Go out and buy it. You can purchase it everywhere, iTunes, and um, you can also find it. Um, the link, if you need the link, going um, on. Facebook, you can actually go to my Facebook page and. I know you've been sharing it a bit. Yes, I have. And so has Matt. Yes. Uh, again, it's called My Heart Beats Faster, uh, featuring Amani Washington. It is on the Swishcraft label. Yes. And I have the links here. So why don't we uh, sample? There's a. There's. Um, it looks like there's nine fabulous remixes. Oh my God! And they are all hot. So all you right. guys have to check them all out. Well, here's one. Um, Let's go ahead. I'm going to go, folks, right in real time, right to the link on iTunes. Wow, that was good. Just shoot me. Okay. (laughs) 
Um, we're gonna sample more, but um, it, I'm trying to see who the remix is on that fierce one. I think is that the man from Germany? Um, it's not which one was that? Well, it's not. It's cutting me off here, so I'm not. I gotta get to iTunes. But uh, have you heard what? You're probably familiar I, with all your mi mixes. I've, I've heard all nine of them. Was it I, what oh you expected? It was beyond what I expected. Um, I'd. Oh my god, you guys have to I'll be selling it short just by talking about it. You guys have to go and listen to all of the mixes, all nine. They're all hot. I'm not joking. I'm not you guys have to go and listen well, to that, them. That little piece that we heard right there yeah. was amazing. All of them are just as just as hot. Well, let me see if I can get uh, Matt on the phone and he can, like, shepherd me through some of these mixes uh, while I am doing that. Um, why don't you tell our listening audience and, and the folks here um, a little bit about your um, career as a, as, as a vocalist? Where did it all begin? Well, it started uh, in Oakland. Um, that, that's where I'm from, born and raised. Um, been singing for a while. Um, writing my own music as well, recording for a while. Um, that's where it all started. <laughs> it's, not much about, it's not much about me, but you know. So how, were, how young were you when you first started singing? Well, I was like about eight, nine years old eight, when I discovered old? that I knew how to uh, hit a tone and um, start going ever since, never stopped. Yeah. Where yeah. did you start singing first? Um, in my mom's kitchen. <laughs> it was this one song called Taxi, uh, a little oldie but goodie that she used to always play around the house, and I just used to, you know, take me to the other side of town, just as fast as you can. It's an oldie. Wow. And my mom just, used to, I used to just sing it all around the house, Taxi. <laughs> wow, your voice is so beautiful. It has Thank a beautiful you. tone. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, now, were you inspired by uh, a lot of artists? Are um, were inspired by gospel music? They used to go to church. Oh are you church going? Um, <laughs> I'm spiritual, I'm gonna, yeah. but uh, yeah, Not your he, the, the, the preacher don't see me every Sunday. But um, it started um, with um, soul. Patty LaBelle is like my inspiration. Shaka Patty, Khan, Patty. yes. <laughs> Patty LaBelle, Shaka Khan, uh, Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Since she hit the scene, I was one of her fans. Um, but Patty is is what did it. Special. Oh, well. yeah, she, special. she is. Yeah, she's yeah. my icon. In fact, when I first met you, you were doing this Patty number at the Cafe Floor a few years back. Yes. And yes. I think it was a, a Gaza's uh, fundraising show. Yes. Uh, fabulous. Well, right now, folks, we have live um, on the telephone is the label's uh, CEO, the president of Swisscraft slash Bounce Music, Matt Consolo, all the way up Hi, there Matt. from Portland. Can you hear us, Matt? Yes. How's everyone doing tonight? Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, we have a full house here listening to you, Matt. We have uh, Mr. SF Leather in the green room with his buddies, uh, Cody and... Uh, and we, of course, we have Amani uh, Washington with us, and we also have uh, Nathan from Kinsey Six, and uh, Amani's partner Sean. Hey, oh. and my co-host Cruzan Delil. So it's a full house. Um, will you help us? We want to sample some of the songs, and we want you to talk about the remixers. 
Okay. All right. So we just listened to the first one. We went to iTunes, and it was a fabulous mix. But um, I can't see who the um, the remixer is. I think it's the German remixer. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Let me jump over to iTunes and take a look. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. What did it sound like? While you do that, I'm going to play it one more time for the folks. Were you on the radio or the or the club mixes? I followed your link you gave me, and uh, it's my heart beats fast, and, and then it doesn't tell me who the remix is because it cuts it off from my vantage point. But you can probably hear. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Okay. Right, that's fabulous. Who's who's that remixer? That's the Rich B Enriched mix. So that's Rich B from uh, from London. He's the uh, owner of Enriched Records mm. and also has a nightclub called Enriched. Fabulous uh, shout out to Rich uh, over in London. Very international project yeah. you've developed Rich is for us. Also the co-host of um, uh, oh geez, my brain just went dead. He and his partner Phil Marriott. Um, are over on Gadio Radio, and they do uh, the big Saturday night show there as well. Um, so they remix both as a team and, a, and separately. So Rich is pretty much on every project we do for Swisscraft, because uh, I just love his sort of tech house meets new disco vibe. I mean, between his, his beats and his bass lines, um, his remixes just get your butt moving. So... I love having him on our projects. That's a that's a fabulous mix. So there's nine remixes right now that we're looking at. Uh, we just played the first remix. Now, where should I go next, Matt, for another sample? Uh, well, the, the next one up, number three, because uh, the second one is Rich's dub. Uh, the next one is actually the original done by myself and Leo Frappier. Let's check it out. Oh, Leo. the original folks and that's the actual cut that i'm going to be performing at pride castro valley pride this year yes wait when is castro valley pride it is july 9th if i'm not mistaken i hope i got the date right um <laughs> that would be important <laughs> so, i think it's july 9th though fabulous did you hear that bat she's gonna yes i did do I you proud post on right. facebook too I'm, I'm excited about that yes Wow. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, so that's the original, which is uh, basically a, a vocal deep house track. Uh, we decided to, to, to start taking the Swishcraft brand uh, into a slightly more underground direction, which is because pretty much that is the you know the the club scene in general is definitely getting a little more uh, UK underground tech house deep house. So we're kind of staying up with trends and, and going in that direction while still having a a big selection of remixes. So. I'm really happy about how this one came out. Um, and actually, you know, when it was all said and done, 
many of the remixers went in the deep house and tech house direction. So the next one up, number four, is the Division Four remix, who's you know uh, my remix partner on a lot of projects. Right, you and Division Four. I, I see you guys collaborating quite often. Does yeah. your uh, friendship go back a few years? Uh, we met about three years ago, I think now. Um, I flew over to Sydney, Australia to do um, a Barracuda Sydney and, and Barracuda Melbourne. And uh, he was one of the local uh, Barracuda DJs that uh, Matt had signed on and, and uh, has, you know, doing many of the parties over there. So we met uh, when he was opening for me and we became, you know, friends fairly quickly and uh, started trading files back and forth and started re uh, working on stuff. And, at, and then he moved to Toronto and was living in Toronto for a couple of years and uh, just moved back to uh, Sydney a couple months ago. So it makes it a little hard to to work. We have a kind of a 16-hour time gap um, since they're, uh, you know, basically a day ahead of it. I think it's about noon over there right now. Um, so we basically work when he gets off of work, uh, which is, you know, usually sort of, you know, late in the evening for me, um, early in the after, or early in the evening for him. We get a couple hours in and we work over FaceTime and, and Skype. All right, well, let's have a listen to Division 4's um, interpretation of My Heart Beats Faster. Here it goes. All right, that sounds a little slight, slower beats per minute on that one. It is. Uh, it's down at 122. The original's at 126. Fabulous groove. What do you think, Cruising? I loved it. I can't wait to hear it in the clubs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, 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 local luminaries, what do we score that on a scale of 1 to 10? 11. <laughs> 14 and a half. We getting 10s go? across the board. Come on now. <laughs> I like that. Nobody's going to give a shiny 5 in here. <laughs> <laughs> the, no. um, the next you wouldn't one get it anyway, even if you weren't in the room. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a controlled environment, but hey, that's all right. We're loving this. Uh, it is a really strong groove. I mean, each. Yeah. What's great about it is each um, remix has its own flavor, distinctive flavor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I go for that when I'm when I'm selecting remixers for projects, uh, because I you know, want you know. There's so many. You know, the the, the, the club industry is so, or club, um, yeah, industry is, is kind of so splintered out there with you know so many different genres that you need to try to make quite a few. Uh, genre is happy if you're going to, you know, have a successful single out there. So, you know, the, the next one there, number five, is by Sven Kirchhoff out of Germany, and he does either a, what they call a big festival sound, which is kind of a, a hybrid of um, circuit and, and um, like, over-the-top EDM, but then he also does a uh, vocal trance, which is still very big in Europe, so this time he went in a vocal trance direction for us, and it really takes this uh, this track into a very unexpected um, direction. Because Amoni's uh, vocal on this track is sort of in that you know classic '90s style of, of house track, so you would not normally hear it over over a trance uh, groove. So to hear the two together is is really a lot of fun and really something different for the dance floor. 
All right, well, listening audience, are you ready? Let's sample the next mix. Oh, my, oh Lord! <laughs> tricky, <laughs> tricky uh, slide buttons there. Um, it cuts you off right there on iTunes because it, it wants you to buy, download. Folks listening, download and support your oh, local yeah, yes. local artist. Download, right? download, download, and how does she hold that, that note for so long? <laughs> <laughs> and you did it. On, I heard on the on the second try. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's a natural. Well, well uh, I'm a perfectionist, so I if it's not right, I will do it over and over and over again. But luckily, it didn't take much. And that also I, goes to having a really good um, uh, vocal engineer. I mean, um, oh Leo yeah, Bradley. working with Leo, yeah, he 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 was he made it so comfortable in the studio. He he was yeah. Let's shout really out to our, our favorite. Producer, uh, engineer, Leo Frappier, right here in San Francisco. Yeah, he, I mean, he is a master when it comes to recording vocals. Yes, he I mean, is. I, you know, with every project I do, I prefer to have him do it because I don't even have to be there sometimes. I mean, I always want to be there, but I don't always have to be there. And I know he knows exactly what, I, what I'm looking to get. Yeah. Um, and he knows how to get the best performance out of people. Yes, so he does. Can't, you can't <laughs> ask for a better person to work with. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. So, um, next, you want to do the next one? Sure. Next one is by Dirty Pop. That is um, DJs Drew G and Brian Kua. So, Drew G is based out of uh, the San Diego area, and Brian, who's in the Philippines, uh, they team up and they have both uh, their remix. Uh, the remix team and they have a, a, a club they do called Dirty Pop that they travel around and they're in a you know the, the American EDM uh, progressive direction I see them on Billboard a lot yes um, they actually had a they had a remix on the last um, Madonna Ghost Town and um, I think they're they're currently on the, the Billy Ray Martin with you oh um, and, a, and a few other tracks Well, let's check it out. My Heart Beats Faster, the Dirty Pop Remix. That's fierce. Yes, yeah. they do a great. They do a great job. And we have two more. I'm pushing yeah, it along Christian, now. <laughs> number seven is the Christian Powell mix. Uh, Christian uh, is the owner of the Beats and Re- uh, Records out of Argentina. Oh. And somebody I've, I've worked with quite a bit, and he also does um, a lower BPM sort of uh, deep house slash tech house hybrid. It's interesting how you've uh, incorporated folks' remixes from really all over the planet. Was that an intentional thing, or is it just the way it worked out? Uh, it, it, in, the, in the beginning, starting Swishcraft, it was definitely an intentional thing. It's like if you're going to get your music out there, 
you need to find people who are popular um, all over the world because you need them to, to expose your music to their fan base. And music can be very different uh, depending on where you travel to. So if you just turn out you know, a, certain, you know, a couple remixes that are all fairly similar to each other, you're really cutting yourself out of, of you know, hitting a lot of dance floors. So I try to make sure that the genres we choose uh, are, you know, there's always a good four or five, you know, different styles. And then, you know, the, the remixes are sort of spread out around the globe as well. Because uh, we kind of you know, treat Swisscraft like a big family. And, you know, when we have uh, the remixes out on other projects, we try to co-promote each other's products and, um, and like I said, and, and sort of make it like a big family. And that's how the website's set up as well. When you get onto a, a release like this and you pull up the page, everybody's name is clickable. You can click on their name. It takes them to an artist page for each one of the remixers. You can learn about them, go to their social media, go to their store pages on iTunes and, and Beatport. So I try to co-promote everybody as if every remixer on there is, you know, is, is an artist on this project. All right. Representing Argentina, folks. Here goes. Hot. All right. Argentina in the house. Kind of down and dirty groove. Shows you off really nicely. So we're running out of time. Uh, the, okay. the next couple of mixes, I did one. I think that's the next one. Yeah, that's I, the next one, number eight. That's the Tweaker Turner house mix. You did a classic house uh, turn on the, on the track. Do you want to throw that one on real fast? Uh, I'll play that at the end. I don't okay. really need to fluff up my feathers uh come on now don't they're burnt, they're burnt and they you know and they've got toast stuck to them. my skin is like burnt toast and <laughs> i may be having a stroke right now uh, let's go to track nine the dub that leo and i did and we had a lot of fun kind of playing with them with the money's vocals um and you know and turning out a little something different so it's not just an instrumental all right let's check it out matt Monty, how did you um, accomplish those um, nice stutters? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was getting my feathers plucked. Oh, <laughs> she brings it full circle. <laughs> <laughs> the door was open. I walked <laughs> So, Matt, it's a gorgeous EP. I mean, it's just sounding real fair. So, would you guys Thank agree? You. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. Number five is my favorite. Awesome. Uh, Matt, tell up folks where they go to uh, listen and download. Uh, they can go to any, any of the major um, digital stores from iTunes, Beatport, Amazon, Google, uh, TrackSource. They can even stream it on Spotify, although we wish they wouldn't because um, they don't pay very much. Um, <laughs> iTunes Music, you know, any, any of the major streaming and, and digital services. And you can always visit swishcraftmusic.com. Uh, there's always a page for every release, and it'll actually have links to all the stores right there on the page. And like I said, you can always learn a, a lot about the artists and about the release itself. 
fabulous, Matt. Thank you so much for spending a little time with us. We want to, uh, you know, get more into the history of uh, Swisscraft next time. So let's schedule schedule you back, okay? Absolutely. We just released our Pride compilation. There's an 18-track Pride compilation um, out there, which gives you a good selection of current hits, a couple past hits, and a few things that haven't come out on Swishcraft yet. So people can check that out as well. That's right, folks. I, I did want to mention that. It's because uh, a lot of the folks on there are associated with San Francisco, the Bay Area. It's called Pride 2016. It's a Swisscraft product. It's fabulous. It's what you're looking for in a Pride compilation. Um, and it actually features uh, one of the remixes of My Heart Beats Faster. Yes. Oh, I'll buy it. All right. Well, we have one sale for you today, Matt. Cruising to is going to download it. Thank you. And also got our, our good friend Raquel on there. That's right. Summertime is represented. That's a song yeah. Raquel and I both both wrote last year. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Thank oh, you for so thank you for sh- sharing the love, honey. Oh, absolutely. And, and the, the the CD, even though it's not a, it's not a DJ mixed CD, it is laid out um, in the way that a DJ would lay out a set. So the energy does build and, and takes you on a little journey. So it kicks off with our brand new Swishcraft single, which is uh, the Toy Armada and DJ Grind featuring Anaya Day, One Night in Heaven cover of uh, M People. Um, and it ends with uh, Abigail's Let the Joy Rise. So it, it really takes you on a journey. I think it's a great compilation. It, it's a fierce compilation. Folks, check out all of the Swishcraft music that's out there now. My Heart Beats Faster, uh, Pride 2016, a bunch of other things going on, too. Um, we'll let you go now, Matt, but we'll talk to you real soon, okay? Thank you. I appreciate you having me yeah. on. Let's get a nice yeah, round of applause for Matt Casala. All right, well, we're going to go out cruising, uh, take a short musical break. We're going to come back. We're going to have Cody in here with us and his boys, and we're going to call Lady Bunny. She's in New York City expecting us. Yes. All right, we'll be right back. Here's Lady Bunny. Play a little bit of my version, the Tweaker Turner remix of Heartbeats Faster, starring Monty Washington.
Pride. Welcome back to House of Pride Radio. Wow, what a fabulous show so far, Cruz and Delu. I am so proud to be here and be part of this, Tweeka Turner. Well, tell our listening audience who we have sitting around right now before I bring in our telephone guests. We have Cody, who is now the reigning Mr. International Mr. Leather. No, Mr. San Francisco Leather. Mr. SF Leather 2016. Mr. International Mr. Leather. I'm working on that. You're going to be. I know you are. And we have Gene, whose title is... 2016, Mr. Bay Area Rodeo. Mr. Bay Area Rodeo. And Cody's husband. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, let's go. <laughs> the first lady of leather in San Francisco. Oh. oh, hi, Jack. All right, and live from New York City, it's the one and only, the iconic, oh. the legendary, uh, no one can compare to her, it's Miss Lady Bunny. <laughs> Are you there? Hello? Lady? Oh. I did I might have hung up on her, Cruz. Oh, oh, oh for God. Hell no. That's the end of that. So Tweeka, what's interesting is in this Pride mix from Swishcraft, Lady Bunny's featured on one of the tracks. No. Tying it all together, Cody. Oh. Can you hear? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Lady Bunny. Hello, how are you? There she is. Hi, lady. How are you? I'm great. Good to speak with you. Welcome back. I know you were a guest via the telephone last year. It's been uh, quite a while since you've been back. But uh, it's well, fa- I missed you terribly. <laughs> you know, we can't stop <laughs> thinking about you here at House of Pride. You, you, you are everywhere in our world. <laughs> well, how insane of you to imagine that... Uh, people can stop thinking of me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually get to talk to you um, because uh, we want to um, hear about your, 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 first of all, you're coming back to San Francisco. Yes, I cannot wait. Just love performing at the Castro, such a gorgeous venue. have been enjoying that place since doing events with uh, Mark. Quistus, Quistus, I can't pronounce his name, I can spell it. Um, you know, he, 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 he used to put on the events with the, um, uh, with, with, uh, Joan, with Christine Crawford, <laughs> actually there in the, uh, you know, doing a pre, they would show Mommy Dearest to interview her first, and it was so bizarre because I was sitting in the dressing room with her while an entire room full of gay men cheered at seeing the image of her as a child getting beaten with a coat. <laughs> <laughs> the humor we all share with each other is just impeccable. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure that she's glad they enjoyed the movie and bought the book, but um, it was a wild moment to hear a room full of people cheering at your mom abusing you. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> and you are also involved, you're making an, uh, a return, because you were here last year with the uh, Ladies of Comedy, Sasha Soprano? Yes, the drag queens of comedy and a few Heclina and Peaches of tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but the best. (laughs) I think I've mispronounced uh, one of those names. I believe it's Shreklina. Oh, the shade. Here comes the shade again. Oh, Lady Bunny's (laughs) laying all the tea out. Falling on my memories. (laughs) 
of your memory. Uh, yes, I am. You know, that's a great event, and I, I, I really do love Sasha. Uh, you know, she she has a, a, a stick of I'm a rich, spoiled bitch, fuck you all, that I think is totally fresh and genius. I mean, she's my boss, and she's putting the shows on, and she does them in New York and L.A. and San Francisco. So, you know, I'm not going to talk shit about her, but I actually love her. Act. I mean, she she did one thing that was uh, where she pulled out her purse and said, did like an Oprah impersonation and saying, said you get a Truvada, threw one out. You get a Truvada. <laughs> and you, uh, I was getting ready to throw one. And said oh, it's too late for you. <laughs> And when, oh, wow. it's, it's going to be a fierce, fabulous, and funny show. Uh, do you have the dates of, of the uh, show? It's May 28th at the Castro, and I believe there's two shows, early and late. Yes, and they're going to sell out. So, folks, go now and um, and buy those tickets. Uh, I think but you can. They could... do tend to sell out. Uh, the, the interesting thing to me is that. Um, they will sometimes say tone it down a little for the earlier show because, you know, because of the popularity of Drag Race and, you know, TV, these are kids that, like, they can't go in a club, so they don't know drag from clubs. So, you know, they're not going to know, um, you know, some, the, 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 all, all they know is Drag Race, and this is their, uh, uh, their only way to get in to see them because they can't get into clubs for, you know, maybe like five more years. It's a fascinating, you know, uh, dynamic. Yes, the early show is the family version, perhaps. And, and yes, the, sh- the family ish. version of filleting a squirting dildo on stage. I haven't quite figured out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I do like it raunchy, and I went to, uh, you know, I, I do like offensive humor, but I don't actually like to offend people. I like to perform offensive humor for people who enjoy offensive humor. And I don't always know what the line is. I did this thing where I had a dildo hanging from my crotch to the tune of, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> and they took a picture at Richmond, Virginia's Gay Pride. And oh. it, there was a Ooh. girl on her daddy's shoulders, and it looked in the picture like the dildo was inches from her lip. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And I don't want to be known as the typhoid Mary that you know shuts down Gay Pride in the Bible Belt. So... It's you know it's it's hard for me to always know where the line is you know but but that's the beauty of a drag queen because I came from the world of gay clubs where we were you know kind of like a, a, a we were encouraged to say the most shocking and insane thing at one a.m. for a largely drunk gay male audience. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know I. Never stop believing, Lady Bunny. You'll you'll soldier through any any difficult you know line issues with boundaries. Don't don't you worry. Just you know, okay. the higher the hair, the closer to heaven you are. So you're pretty close. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you have faith. <laughs> we can have faith in you, Lady Bunny. All the faith in the world. Well, well, good. Um, uh, and uh, I. It, it, was there any I'm a little brain dead because I just got off stage doing a show here in New York yes what was called Transgestor and it is at Stonewall which is about to be landmarked wow like it's already been landmined Um, it did not get the gentrification memo Lady Bunny, we have um, Lady Bunny, we have a lot of folks here sitting around, um, and they want to ask you questions. Would you mind if we go around and you can answer oh, a couple of questions? 
All right. Uh, well, we have uh, Cody, uh, Mr. SF Leather, 2016, San Francisco. Um, hey, Cody, do you have a question for Lady Bunny? I actually have a couple questions for Lady Bunny. Bring them on. Okay. First question. Do you know your current Mr. Eagle NYCQ? No, I don't. Uh, you should meet him. He's an amazing man. The second question is... We'll we'll give him his uh, Lady Bunny's number after this uh, interview. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, So my husband is the CFO of Lazy Bear Weekend, and I heard that you're coming to Lazy Bear this year. In Grandview. Correct. I love it there. Now, see, this is my audience, because they like it sick and wild. (laughs) Yeah. They like like sick humor. That's are my best oh and we love you lady bunny we can't wait to see you up there we're very excited that you're going to be at the pool party well in fact if, if i stop shaving at my age i would be a bear <laughs> <laughs> you can be a mama bear Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I, I think most people would pronounce it cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else for questions with Lady Bunny? Gene? Gene. Um Come on, Gene. Spit it out, Gene. I can't think of a question. I have a question. He's starstruck. I, I am so starstruck right now, Lady Bunny. You know, Cody, I think Lady Bunny should come out in September. Oh, yeah. I think she would do good at the rodeo. I believe so, too. Put her on top of a little calf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely. Well, why don't you ask Lady Bunny? She's <laughs> right here. Making sure that, that you know, Mr. So tell, San Francisco tell, Leather. Tell her who you are. That might help. Hi, Lady Bunny. My name is Jean. Hello. I am the current Mr. Bay Area Rodeo with the Golden State Gay Rodeo Association. Oh, wow. He's my sash son. What better, what better <laughs> entertainment than a whole bunch of gay cowboys riding on those big bulls? Exactly. Sounds like they want to hire you for the rodeo, Lady Bunny. So if you're available... Yeah, I am a rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> Is this something we have to go through your agent? <laughs> um, yes, his name is Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I, I just performed at a church in Fort Lauderdale at the Gay Men's Chorus uh, a, a girl, it was literally in a church with flowers all uh, decorated. I'm still waiting to be struck uh, by lightning, but you know, it, it, uh, the, 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 I've done the leather event and I've done something at Olsen and God, I love San Francisco when you feel that vibe because, you know, it's like, it's, it's important to have gay safe spaces and, I live in the West Village, which was, you know, like where Stonewall, you know, the bar and the birth of LGBT rights in this country, anyway, um, is, and now it's become very gentrified, and I notice the Castro kind of becoming the same, and I, I often worry that, well, I mean, I'm told by San Franciscans that the uh, gay people who are on those board, community boards that greenlight events like Folsom Street, um, they're sometimes being priced out of the city, so now the people on the boards have kids, and they don't want to see uh, men running around with pumped testicles and uh, pierced nipples. 
so, I mean, it's really important to preserve our, our gay, safe spaces because there aren't many of them. Absolutely. I totally agree. Uh, if, if we don't... If you're not on the board, if you can't afford to live in the city, you're not on the board that makes the decision, you know, to, to whether to have that. And, you know, if you've got kids, maybe you don't want, you know, that to be seen. So it's... And, I mean, I will say that two of the last times that I was at, uh, in San Francisco, the Castro was playing an R. Kelly trapped in the closet sing-along. <laughs> I know movie theaters are struggling, but I mean, I don't, I don't think gay people are going to that. You know, I, I would, I would not go to that. Well, I will say this, Lady Bunny. It's, right, currently it's rebounded. They're, they're, they'll be doing a double feature there, uh, Carrie and the Birds. Great. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yes. I'm a TCM kind of girl. <laughs> So, so how are things in general with you over there? Keeping busy as ever in New York City. I am keeping busy. I'm engaged with uh, this election, as many are. It's very contentious and 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 toxic. But um, I think it's a fight worth fighting. I will say that this show has been a wonderful way for me to escape into the world of comedy, and away from the tragedy that are our headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. I mean, it it it, it is uh, it, something is coming to a head. <laughs> some some foil needs to be popped. I feel it too. Cruz and Delu, do you have a question for Lady Bunny? Uh, thank you, Tweeka. Hi, Lady Bunny. My name is Cruz and Delu. Hi, Cruz and Delu. How are you? I I actually don't have a question. <laughs> I I actually just wanted to give you props, and you you gave me a perfect segue. I admire your bravery in speaking your mind about the about uh, politics and uh, social issues here in this country. Uh, it's really important to me that as a drag queen, we uh, use my itty bitty fame, your great big fame, to uh, do something good. And I admire greatly what you do and that you. Uh, that you voice your opinion, and it's and it's incredibly important, and I, I really thank you for that. Well, you, I mean, you're very welcome, but as you know, as a drag queen, we think outside the box. We may see a man in the mirror, but we're thinking, what, you know, we can put on this eyelash or this wig or whatever to make us, you know, create, you know, look a different way from what we actually are. So I think that, I mean, isn't that why within the uh, Native American Indian community, the, 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 the drag queen was like a sought-after, you know? Yeah, the two spirits. Uh, what did they call them? The two spirits. Honey, they had the best, uh, you know, soldiers and the best outfits, and, and, and I mean, the, the you know, they, they, <laughs> they had all the best kicks. Yes, yes, exactly. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that sometimes you know, when you ha- are forced to think outside the box, you-, you can apply it to other areas like, you know, politics and something's going wrong. Very wrong. Yes. And I, <laughs> I, I am, I, sometimes the gay community is not too cool with uh, me being a vocal supporter of Bernie Sanders. And you know, it, it's been interesting, um, but I, I I don't understand the slavish devotion to Hillary, especially since she has not been 
a leader on LGBT issues. I mean, there were several states that had gay marriage before she supported it. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, Lady Bunny, has her people called you yet? Uh, well, actually, Bernie's people have called me, and I call myself Lady Bernie, honey. <laughs> there you go, you know. Lady Bernie, Lady, Lady, Lady Bernie. Bernie. We're the same age. <laughs> oh, come on now, buddy. I like younger men. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, um, we're going we're gonna to have to um, segue out of this interview, but of course I'm going to invite you back for a longer one-on-one uh, time permitting. But before we let you go, um, you, you know, you've also in, worked a lot in the genre of dance music. Um, could you tell our listening audience what's your latest project? Yes. It is a song called For You, I'll Wait, produced by uh, True to Life, a UK producer from Bristol. And we just finished it, and we are chopping it. And I um, have been, you know, I DJ as well, and I write music and record music and do comedy. So, you know, there's a lot. And normally comedy pays the bills because the music industry is, has seen better days, and uh, but there is stuff, there is music that I need to express, and uh, actually worked with Leo Frappier. Yes, uh, we would say his name mm-hmm. it's not for Peter Frappier. Um, you know, on a song called "Take Me Up High," he did a remix of it, and um, that was like number I don't know, seventeen or eighteen on the Billboard. Yes, it, top twenty. And Congratulations. Well, I mean, you know, to be honest, the Billboard dance charts isn't exactly the way that they get you know, iTunes charts matter more now. Um, but uh, it is something that I would like to do, and I'm even open to writing for other people. And uh, so that's definitely a, a part of my... I'm, I ain't going out without putting some music for people to remember me by, and I don't even care if I sing it. <laughs> well, we think I loved your um, I love that EP Take Me Up High um, Yes, Leo Frappier We were just talking about him earlier He's in our inner circle uh, So is Wayne Newman The record label you released that song on And uh, yes. Paul Bruin yes. And all these creative San Francisco folks Although Wayne New- Newman's on the East Coast But uh, we, we all communicate together It's like one big family um, I'm going to go out with a little bit of take me up high folks listening to us they can go you can go right now and check out lady bunny's catalog on itunes um uh they're all available for download and purchase so go there after yes (laughs) plug um lady bunny we're super stoked and psyched um that you are coming into san francisco for the may 28th show at the castro theater uh will you guys be there yes i will also I'm going to hit Sasha up for a couple free tickets. <laughs> Listen, I have to say, if the one interesting thing about the event is that it mixes, you know, older performers, and I don't mean that in a mean way because I include myself in it, me, Coco Peru, local performers, Heclina, Peaches Christ, and Sasha, with the drag race girls who bring in a, 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 a or Jackie B, or, uh, you know, like I think Bob. The drag queen is going to be on there, and he's hilarious. Gee, uh, <laughs> and uh, I heard you before. What she said, but uh, when your name is Bob, anyway, so it's a, it's an interesting mix because a lot of the of the kids 
who only know, you know, drag from Drag Race get turned on to some of us older gals. So it's a, it's a, it's a really wonderful event. I mean, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever skipped one. It's the ingredients of a fabulous evening out on the town wouldn't you say guys yes yes it's really amazing and you and you still got it lady bunny you're up there making them making them roll in the aisles laughing she is a legend uh everyone let's have the most heartfelt round of applause for the one and only miss lady bunny love you lady bunny Bye, honey. I'm loving, 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 Politicians. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord, the politicians are here. And we have Mr. Every, SF Leather sitting with us right now. Everybody look busy. The politicians are here. <laughs> what, the juxtaposition between Mr. SF San Francisco 2016 uh-huh. and Gabriel, who is running for the... State Senate. State Senate. Holy oh. guacamole! Oh. That's a big job. We don't Only here could this matchup happen. And Lady yes. Bunny. Can and we make? Bunny. Can we actually make Bunny. room for Gabrielle right now? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna work it out, Cody. All right. <laughs> now I know you brought some. Did you bring your taser with you, Cody? <laughs> I did not. She's not your bride, Cody. I did not. <laughs> oh, no, Gabe. Oh, Gabe. <laughs> I got that same response in Tokyo. <laughs> you and Gavin Newsom. Gabe, how do you say? How do you pronounce your last name? Greece. Like Gabe. Country. Gabriel Greece, folks, is, is a former um, lieutenant um, colonel. Is that right? That's right. From the U.S. Lieutenant Air colonel? Force. Oh, yes. He is running for state senate in California's third district, and his main. Well, we're not going to talk about your competition right now. That, that was in the PR. But third district Wait, is not San Francisco. It is not. It is not. It's it's not San Francisco. It's uh, everything kind of east of the Carquinez Bridge. So once you cross over Crockett, Vallejo, uh, all of Solano County, all of Napa County, most of Yolo, a uh, good part of Sonoma County. So like all the fun places the Bay Area goes to on the weekends to get, to get away from the to get their country on and yeah. maybe a glass of wine. That's yeah. that's my. District. I didn't even realize there was anything east of the Carcanus. It's been a while. I for thought me it too. just dropped off. <laughs> so uh, Gabe, meet Mr. SF, uh, San Francisco, Hi. 2016, Cody. Nice to meet you, Cody. Hi, Cody. How are you? Nice to meet you. I'm good. And I'm good. Um, not only you're not the only title holder. You have your buddies here. Yes. Sweet. This is Gene, who is Gene. Mr. Gay Rodeo 2016 yes. for the Bay Area, Bay Area Rodeo. chapter of the Golden State Gay Rodeo Association. Bay Area chapter of the Golden State Rodeo Association. Did Gay I get it? Gay Rodeo. Wow. And, what do you, and what do you ride? Uh, All the bulls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so isn't it interesting that six so we, seconds here we have groups right there's puns all you know uh, but, but it's also at the root at the at the foundation is these are like organizations that really do a lot to, to fundraise for good causes uh for example what would you say is one of your benefactors I do a lot of things for a breast cancer emergency fund I'm actually doing first time doing drag 
Um, oh. oh. July 23rd. Folks listening to us, has a full beard. I know, right? And hairy chest. So I'm not sure if I'm going to shave or not. But uh, it's for the Breast Cancer Emergency Fund. It's going to be called Cancer's a Drag. I believe I asked you to DJ. It's at the Lone Star. Star. I'm down. I'll do it. Yeah, it's sure Saturday. Thing. I believe it's 3 to 7. Uh, I'm really excited. We're going to have Kip Zapata there. And, oh, uh, yeah. I love kids. So yeah. local San Francisco performers, drag queens, yes. uh, vocalists. And uh, Miss Muffy. Oh, Mark yes. Palladini is Miss Muffy from the Trailer Trash Show. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah. We're not supposed to say Trailer Trash anymore. Oh. <laughs> it's offensive. <laughs> what isn't offensive anymore? <laughs> but we can say fuck and this right, and that on here. That's fine. What not? <laughs> But not trailer trash. No, no. Oh, don't, sorry. Do not say trailer trash. Mm. The trailer trash is bad. S- yeah, shout out, by the way, trash. cruising behind you, Samuel is back. Uh, how, I can't pronounce you. Last name is Gal- Galvon. Galvon. For the Anglos in uh, Welcome back. I know you and Gabe are friends. Yes, we are. Okay. And so, Gabe, so uh, the reason why I wanted to bring up this topic is, as you can see, we're very colorful and, you know, we live in the LGBTQ world, friends and allies. But at the root is, I think, something that any community can relate to, and that is like helping our fellow neighbors. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what's going on in your part of the woods there? You know, uh, I talked about my bride being here. My wife, Christy, is actually... In the green room. She's so gorgeous. Hi, Christine. Hey, Christine. Look at that hair. Such volume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's actually launching a foundation for our little girl called Mickey's Miracles because our little girl had brain surgery the day before her first birthday and they took out 25% of her brain. Uh, ah. This is her on the cover of our little literature piece. Can you hand me that flyer? And she is she's sassy and salty and has a mean shuffle step and is going to be doing her first dance recital on a Memorial Day weekend. So a uh, terrifying time to terrifying. see she had epilepsy yeah. and to get her into surgery, but uh, she's, she's recovering great. And so my wife is a huge advocate for rare disease and special needs community. And, well, I think as a parent, I have a little girl, I have an 11-year-old daughter. That must have just been life-changing for both you and your wife i mean that must have been a moment of just pure terror yeah it was it was crazy because um you know you talked about how beautiful my bride is and how full and bountiful her hair is uh mickey when she was born she had just a little blood blister on the top of her head that was you know red and not very pretty and we're like oh gosh she can't be prom queen (laughs) and so we wanted to go in and make sure that she got to see a dermatologist and in the interim between uh, talking to the doc about getting a dermatologist appointment, she had her first seizure. And so then we're in the wow. ICU for a week and, you know, fighting for her life. And then shortly after we get home from the ICU, we get the call from the dermatologist saying, hey, you've got your appointment. And we realized how insignificant it was. Yeah. But what we've learned in this journey is that no matter what you're fighting uh, in your life, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's within your own life or with the people you love, uh, it's significant. And uh, it's only superseded by something more tragic and more significant. And so, uh, you know, we've learned a ton about not judging in this journey because uh, we're all doing the best we can with what we've got around us. I feel like you're the type of man that already had those qualities in you being in the Air Force earlier in your life. And um, I can also just tell your energy and you're, you're in politics, so you're, you're in community service to a sense, right? Um, you probably have really in, strong and... Um, strong beliefs and a good foundation going um you want to work for the people what uh, how do you take this 
challenging part in your personal life and turn it into something that can benefit a community? Sure. Um, you know, I grew up in the country as a farm kid, and uh, both my folks were public school teachers, so a lot of grit. You know, I just, I just, I'm too dumb to quit is what I say sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that's real important, especially when you're fighting for change, when you're fighting to make the right things happen in your community. Uh, but the other piece too is, is that, uh, being a parent, I, what I realized was, uh, the human spirit doesn't know how to quit. It's something it learns. It's something it's taught. And, uh, and we've seen that with our kids and how bad and how hard Mickey's fought. And so something we think about every day is what if every child learned to quit just one day later in their life, you know, how much more changed and powerful would the world be? Mm-hmm. And I love also on the, uh, the, the, the flyer that, that you take around, it says, I'm running to improve your quality of life. I mean, that's your, that's your tagline for, for your campaign. Absolutely. And what does that, what does that mean to you? Um, you know, I think I bring a unique sort of sense of leadership to, to political service. And that is, you know, in the military, on a bad day at the office, you don't come home. Right. You know, mm-hmm. much like firefighters or police officers or a lot of folks in, in public safety. And so uh, when you take that idea to, to politics, whether it be City Hall or, or, or Sacramento or Washington, the whole piece is, is that um, we're doing this for the right reason and the right reasons of people. And mm-hmm. um, the customer of government is the community. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's upside down in a lot of places these days. And uh, the, the governing people believe they're the customer. <coughs> and, and that's just wrong. You know? So when is the uh, voting, when is the election for third? Well, it's with everybody right now. Yeah. And California is a pretty unique place. Uh, we cast about 70% of our ballots by mail. And so oh. they went out May 9th. So a lot of your neighbors out there, regardless of what offices uh, folks are running for, have their ballots at home. A lot of folks. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Like, I have it sitting on my yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Should I vote for you? I mean, yeah. I would, there's, you could move to the district oh, and yeah, re-register. Yeah. There's time. Uh, and if you want to, you can go to my website, votegabe.com. There's a place to register there. Anybody can register. But uh, mm. the actual election day is June 7th. June 7th. So 20 days. I mean, you sound like, you know, a real quality human being working for the people. What is, you know, I want to talk a little bit about juxtaposition between issues here in the city and then some of the issues that are really going on out there in the third district. What, what, what's, what's going on out there? You know, um, I really think we need to focus on the big things. And for me, that's water and education. Um, you know, if you, anybody out there in the listening area, if you go to your assembly member or your senator's webpage, you're going to be overwhelmed with the number of bills they're working on. And a lot of times they have really awesome titles like save kitty from a tree or puppy from a burning building or what have you. Uh, but when you open them up, it's, I'm not so sure that the legislation needed to happen. I'm not so sure the quality of your life will be improved. Yeah. Uh, and so for me, we got to fix water. Uh, and, uh, you know, we haven't expanded our water infrastructure since the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that a fact, really? Yeah, yeah. And, our, and, our, and our infrastructure, our population's grown fourfold since 1950, mm. 10 million to 40 million. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and so this we've is got an to area have water. that has a lot of agriculture. Absolutely. Yeah. But so the, the state needs water, the, the whole state. The whole state, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's an interesting uh, uh, push and pull, uh, agriculture versus uh, uh 
the cities needing water. We need water here Absolutely. in San Francisco. Uh, but the agriculture also needs the water, and, and that is a hard, that's a fine line to walk. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, and the other piece, too, would be environmental flows. Yeah, keeping exactly. Keeping the rivers and, and everything flowing. Um, but, and that's why everything I advocate for is, is more storage, uh, more more supply, or reusing it, you know, recycling it uh, time mm -hmm. and time again. Uh, we've got archaic policies on the books in many cities and districts about uh, what you can or can't do with water because of safety reasons. And... Uh, you know, you don't see us launching rockets to the space station every week with bottled water to yeah. take care of the astronauts. We're, we can recycle fluid very well. Yeah. We've got the technology. We can do it smartly. That's interesting. I, I actually went to a panel about California's water and, and what we could do about it. And one of the biggest things that they said is, and this was while it was raining, that all of this water is coming down and it's yeah. just going right out to the ocean. Absolutely. And we never put in a system to collect those, to, to put cisterns in to collect the rainwater that was coming down, which would be life-saving. Absolutely. And, and uh, it's been sort of something that we should never have, have let just go by the wayside. The frustrating thing is, is that, you know, everyday people have very simple solutions to solve a lot of these problems, yet Sacramento has been incapable of doing it. And, and here's the thing, what I see happening is I see them monetizing water. You know, everybody's water bills going up, the infrastructure costs are going up and yeah. uh, pretty soon it's going to be a commodity uh, that's traded mm. versus something that's of the public good. Well, what's the main stopgap in improving the system? Oh, Lead, yeah, I mean, right now. Who we, said leadership? Is that your wife back there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the power behind the scenes. Okay, behind behind every good other. man is a better woman. Yes. Or a better man. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you think it's leadership? Is, a, it, it, is that all it is? Just leadership? Like I think, mismanagement? I think a lot of it, you know, um, yeah. just when the, when the solutions are so simple and they're not getting done. Uh, it's either a lack of leadership or too much political influence. In fact, the Senate race I'm in is the second most expensive race in California. Are there a lot of people after the seat? Well, there's just four of us, there's but four there's of millions of dollars coming in from large corporations and big oil. And, yeah. uh, and Who's one of your endorsers? Uh, so I've got endorsements from uh, an organization called New Politics. It's a national organization designed to get better leadership into politics mm -hmm. another organization called vote vets which is designed to get veterans into politics uh the idea is that uh when you're out fighting uh you know in a war uh we may not get along every day mm -hmm. but when the enemy comes over the hill we all of a sudden get ready and, and fight together and get the mission done and uh and politics is a little bit that way you know i don't have to necessarily like you mm -hmm. to be able to respect you and work with you effectively uh, and I think too many folks take things far, far too personally when they're well, in politics. Yeah, and do what's best for the people. That's, yeah. the that's your that's, 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 that's all you're there for is to do what's best for the people. You're interested in talking about monetizing water. The CEO of Nestle last year got into big trouble because he firmly believes that water is a commodity. And uh, in places like Mexico where they're having a hard time with uh, tap water, uh, it's perfectly okay for him that people have to go out and buy water uh, that's potable and drinkable and that they can give to their babies and not worry that it's going to make them sick. It's Yeah, well, I mean, then look at Flint, right? Flint, Michigan. I mean, people put faith in the government, faith in their community to, to do the right thing, and then there the water is killing, killing their children, killing people. And that's... 
that's nuts. And I've and I in my time in the Air Force, I have seen countries where uh, the faith in the federal system or the faith in the state system has failed, and that is one of the most precious and ethereal things you can ever come in contract with. Mm-hmm. And if it's gone, it's gone, and we we owe it to the people to let them have faith in what it is we're doing in government. Let's change um, direction for a minute. Uh, of uh, because you brought up like how well, we're here, all sitting here as a group now, and we're all getting along. Mutual respect. Uh, <laughs> we have, we, you know, we have heterosexuals and gay folks around a table speaking, not um, divi- in terms of division by sexuality, but as we're on the common ground as human beings. Yeah. Mutual respect. So um, for a gay man and for the city I live in, San Francisco, which is, there are a lot of gay folks, um, you know. I feel the hatred sometimes. Like, there are people who want to kill me. All right. So, I want to ask you in, in the third district um, how big is the LGBTQ community? And, um, you know, are they, do you address any of their concerns? Absolutely. Um, it's a significant community. I can't give you a percentage, but uh, I've met with a number of the Stonewall Clubs uh, and then also the Rainbow Chamber out of Sacramento. And then I actually shared a panel the other day up at UC Davis addressing a bunch of district attorneys and uh, sheriffs and chiefs of police. Uh, we're talking about homelessness and some various uh, social challenges, and one of them was transgender and how to, uh, how to police forces and, and sheriffs deal with transgender folks uh, mm-hmm. in the community. And you think back to what's happening in North Carolina right now. Um, you know, uh, government and, 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 and liberty and, uh, and when you think about the scales of justice, she's blind. And she's blind for a reason, and that is that every citizen is equal. Uh, and, and that's exactly how government should deal with all citizens. And, and when functioning uh, appropriately, we're providing opportunity and, and leveling the playing field that everybody has a chance to go forth and, and chase their dreams, regardless of what their dreams are. I believe that and live to your fullest without exactly. being, you know, with hurdles being thrown in front of yeah. you. Um, I mean, are you a firm believer in the division of uh, church and state? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I've been in a lot of countries where that isn't the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you throw in the fact that a lot of those will then bring in the military as an arm of political coercion. Uh, and it, and it comes apart slope. real fast, real fast. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody, come on into this conversation. Um, what are some of your political views in terms of what you want? to see the progress of our LGBTQ community move in what in, in the future, in what direction? Um, coming across transgenders, I want them to have equal rights as much as everybody else. I believe that the gay community has moved forward a lot, and we always seem to leave the transgender people behind, and I feel that we should have them move forward with us. I don't think that we should go ahead and then hold out a hand. I think we should all move forward together. Definitely. I... I just know so many transgender people, even being in Philadelphia, I used to live with a transgender woman named Amber, and I used to go out with her, and every weekend, just being in Philadelphia, downtown Philadelphia, it was just like, people just did not understand, they wanted to jump out of a car and just like literally beat her down, and I've been in so many fights because of that growing up in my 20s, here in San Francisco, it's... It's much better, but occasionally you'll see like an occasional gay bashing here. Actually, it does happen. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even in the Castro behind the Castro Theater. Hasn't there been a rash of um, g- transgender 
folks being killed here? Yeah, actually, for transgender people, it's it's incredibly dangerous for them to be out. Uh, even in a great liberal city like San Francisco, uh, they are, uh, as far as our community, the LGBTQ community, they are the number one uh, to be victims of uh, street crime. They're number one to be victims of sexual crimes. They're number one to be victims of uh, crimes inside the house. And they're number one to be crime, uh, victims of, uh, ah, I forgot. But uh, but it's terrible. Yeah, it's too many for them. Yeah. Uh, it's a terrible it's a terrible thing for them to have to a burden to have to bear. And I think that as gay men, uh, I lived through that. I remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I graduated from high school in 1985, and I remember being in a little farm community in Michigan, which is where I'm from, and getting the shit kicked out of me repeatedly over and over and over again. Uh, and I can't stand the thought of having a child of mine grow up in a world where people aren't respected. And if somebody is so tortured by feeling like they're in the wrong body, yes, who in their right mind would go through all of that just for who knows what what the what what the uh, haters' reasonings are to hate them? Well, they, think, for, they think it's a choice. Yeah, they should yeah. they should give them some respect for the right. pain and the agony that internally they've had to live through for so long and that they actually lived. They didn't put a gun to their head, which happens far too often in the gay exactly. and uh, trans communities. Totally. There was, uh, there was something I learned that was pretty interesting when I was at Davis the other day that in the UC system, they, or especially at Davis, they have a, a preferred name policy. And so, uh, especially in the trans community, when you're moving between man or woman or woman or man, and you really begin to take on the physical representation of that, uh, you know, you don't want to be looking like a dude and going by Michelle uh, because it's just it's a complete giveaway. And so uh, they have an ability to use the preferred name policy, uh, which when people come in connection with, you know, authority figures or the first day in a new class when they're doing roll call, and they call for a Michelle and somebody with short hair and, you know, jeans stands up. They're like, you don't match the picture we're looking at. Uh, and it's a real challenge for them. And so I think there's a real opportunity to, to figure out how to use that preferred name policy as a way for folks to mm-hmm. uh, really begin to, to, to live more openly with who they are and not run the risk of being exposed anytime they come in contact with law enforcement or somebody of authority that's going to have like their birth certificate or access to government data. Yeah, it's true. humiliating too. Yeah, you I know, self dignity. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's your take on the mess that's going on in North Carolina with the bathroom assignments? Yeah, I think, I think it's sad that that's that's what you know governments decide to do with their time. And I think even what's more yeah. terrifying about it is that that a city ordinance, right? Would you know the one of the most personal types or levels of government you can have. Uh, a city ordinance where that community came together and made a decision about how they wanted to live. And then the state came down and said no, and then took things even further. Uh, you know, that's not how our, how our system's designed to be set up. And, uh, mm. and then when you look at what they're doing, it's, it's completely unacceptable. So, so as a man from the military, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about what's happening with our police forces right now? I, I feel at least from my perspective, that there is a level of mistrust. 
Uh, I'm the son of a policeman. My father was a state trooper. You are cruising? I am the son of a policeman. You know what? I'm the son of a police officer as well on Long Island, New York. And I think that there's a level of mistrust now that is growing. It's not just... It's not just festering. It's growing in communities, and I think it's terrible. It's awful. I've been in many countries where uh, you don't approach the police. You don't go up to them. You don't talk to them. You don't engage with them. And it would be it would be really a crime if that happened uh, in the United States. So what's your take on that, and how do you think that that can be uh how reversed. Yeah. yeah, absolutely can be reversed. Um, you know, as a commander, one of the things we talked about was analog leadership, which is, you know, get off up off your chair and on your feet and walk around. And I think, you know, dismount of patrols where, where officers are deeper embedded in the community, uh, especially when officers come from the community they're policing, I think is a very important piece. Mm. Um, but here's the thing, too, is we have to be mindful is that, you know, they are a profession, and they're a profession that, that uh, and one element of a profession is that you internally uh, police or you internally control your own your own folks, and I think that, that they need to continue to do that. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, we also live in the 24-hour news cycle, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and there, there are some bad actors out there, and something bad happens, and we, we let it fester. So I think... Um, being proactive versus reactive from the position of law enforcement is a good way to go about it. I know a mountain of amazing folks that put on a uniform every day and keep us safe in our I, I agree with you. I yeah, think I the also. vast majority, I mean, I'm not saying this because I come from uh, my father as a police officer, but, I mean, logic dictates that the majority of yeah. police officers are good women and men, you know, doing their work, yeah, you know, I, doing their I job. They're also. professionals. And I think that for you and I, it's easy to agree with that because we are... Uh, I know my dad, and I know yeah. my dad was a good guy and and did the best that he could for the community he served, uh, but not everybody. My father did, too. I mean, he had a gun put to his head, and the, some of the criminal pulled the trigger. It just backfired. didn't go off, so he's wow. had that happen oh, to him. Yeah. You know. But I don't think it, it's, it's becoming a problem in our community that people are becoming distrustful, and I think it's awful. I think it's terrible for those that yeah. are especially the—, the really ones who are working hard you know i think you also see it in politics and that's kind of sad and that you know and you you know it the moment you see it on tv when you're like whoa that dude or gal's lying right yeah. and then it keeps going it keeps going and sooner or later two weeks three weeks five weeks seven weeks later it breaks and then they come out and they give the heartfelt sobbing story it's like have a backbone have some integrity stand up and say you did something wrong and then move forward well and that sounds like what you're running on is the integrity absolutely. and honesty and you know things that we really need to instill in the system. Yeah. Um, oh, we're actually raising your hand here. Yeah. You're so polite. <laughs> One of the things when I first met Dave, he invited me over to his house in Vacaville. Yeah. And uh, come on in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I actually met Dave through Facebook, uh-huh. of all places, right? And he uh, wished me a happy birthday. Okay. And. Uh, he invited me to his retirement ceremony at Travis Air Force Base. And I met uh, Gabe and his wife for the first time at his retirement ceremony. And I went down to Southern California um, shortly thereafter. When I came back, he invited me to his home because I wanted to help him with his campaign. And so um, I thought I'd go over there for maybe half an hour. First of all, we were supposed to meet at a coffee shop. And then he said, yeah, Daddy, do these. So we met at his home. And he uh, was uh, incredibly gracious. Um, here is a man. Um, with his children, his three children, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really know me, but 
Gabe is an amazing judge of character. He, he, all, all of the uh, years in service, um, you develop that. And so um, I thought it was going to be half an hour. It ended up being hours of just conversing with him, his wife, interacting with his children. And he got to know me, and uh, I got to know him. And I was, like, sold in the first uh, several moments of meeting him. But as each half hour, an hour passed, um, he was just so personable and so... Um, welcoming and so warm mm -hmm. just you know it, it reminded me of uh, of an old friend that i had just gotten back together with you know and, and folks listening to us um um sam's not being paid for this no. endorsement <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's coming from a sincere place right in this room okay, <laughs> okay. Paid, so. <laughs> um actually we actually we're running out of time this is how engaging this is what we what we do is go through around the room uh with last thoughts um my last thought is vote for gabe on june 7th june 7th uh third district uh, anyone listening to us out here, well, we'll have a podcast for you to share with your your contingents. Is it? Contingents. Good lord, whatever. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So that was my thought. Cruising. Uh, last thought. Uh, wow. Thank you very much, Tweeka, for having me here. It's been amazing, starting with the uh, Kinsey Six and Imoni and then Lady Bunny and now Cody and Gabe and everything. It's amazing. That's what I love about this community is that we can uh, dish the dirt and, and talk some sass and then have a real conversation about issues that affect us all that's not just about our particular community. So thank you. Thank you for coming, and, and good luck on June, June 7th. That's twenty-five dollars. Every time I say June seventh, that's twenty-five dollars. June seventh, June seventh, June seventh. <laughs> Next, Sam Samuel. So um, my last thought is: uh, there are four people running for uh, state senate in the third district, and of those four people, uh, Gabe is um, the only individual who's not a career politician. He's coming from the military service. He's been a, he's been serving the nation. Um, for over 20 years. All right. Uh, Gabe, how do you respond to that? <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Uh, yeah, you know, it's awesome to be here, and I really appreciate having a chance to share. And, you know, thanks for bringing me in from the the outer lands into the city. We love it here. And uh, I'd ask folks to visit us at VoteGabe.com. We've got supporters all over the state, all over the nation, all over the world. And uh, and like our fan page on Facebook, it's Vote Gabe Greece, because that way we can share the message out there and, and really engage, because this is how we take back our democracies. We get engaged one by one and share with our neighbors. Fabulous. Uh, Gene? Yes. Uh, so for me, you know, sitting here talking about military law enforcement, I myself am also 12 years active duty. I uh, was medically retired, and I just want to put out that on September 11th this year, which is the 15th anniversary of 9-11, which is the same weekend of our rodeo in Guerneville, uh, we are doing a military and law enforcement appreciation. So if you are active duty, retired, military, law enforcement, police, fire, ambulatory, uh, we are doing our... Um, tribute to our, our men and women of uniform, September 11th, Rush River Rodeo Grounds. We'll be there. Look forward to it. We'll be there. Oh, wow. Fabulous. Jack, you have la rodeo. last thoughts, honey? Oh, my gosh. I have nothing to plug. Um, 
Yes, you do. I guess I can plug. Late. I, I can plug my husband Cody. Um, there's a lot of elections, a lot of <laughs> uh, contesting Cody. going on. You know, best of luck to Gabe and best of luck to Cody, who's going to be running for international Mr. Leather in um, May. Actually, in Next. a week. Yes. Oh my week. God! In weekend. Chicago, fabulous Chicago. It's like the Miss USA pageant. They go on to the Miss Except Universe. Except with beatings. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wish him all the luck in the world, as I do Gabe. Congratulations on all your achievements, and uh, that's all. All right, Cody. Can I say something? Sure. Well, just as you just heard, I'm running for Mr. International Leather uh, Memorial Day weekend. I leave on Tuesday next week on a red eye, and I'm Amazing. there till Monday. And I'm running against uh, 58 other men from around this country, from Canada, from Israel, France, Ireland, Germany, Turkey, Brazil, Zaire. Mexico, Mexico, <laughs> and South Africa. So, and where is this? Where are you flying to on the red eye? Chicago. Oh, Chi Town. The Windy City. Yes. Chicago. Yes. So, my campaign, my speech, my 90 second speech is about bullying in the gay community. Mm. So, I've been practicing it and practicing it, and I almost got it completely down, and I'm ready to go, and hopefully, I'll bring it home for San Francisco. Bring it home for All San right. Francisco. All Woo! right. Did we get a Mrs. Grease? Thank you. Yes. This is Christy Grease here. I'd like to say two things that, um, first of all, as a pediatric epilepsy and rare disease awareness um, spokesperson and advocate, if you'd like to learn more, please go to Mrs. Grease at blogspot.com. I have a blog on it, and really my, my mission here on Earth is to raise global pediatric epilepsy awareness and that when you see a baby seizing or you know of one, that you get that urgent care to get a diagnosis, a higher level of care. It's really important. It's why our daughter is a definition of a miracle and a victory. And then in addition, I just like to say, you know, we can't solve problems at the same level that they're created. We have to start sending people to Sacramento and DC who have a sense of service and serve a mission greater than themselves. And that's not what I've seen in the last 10 months, what we've been running up against, but um, we're getting um, a lot more support and um, it's really exciting. And we're just grateful to serve and to be in a position to give back. It's something you don't hear all the time with candidates is that they want to serve. Like mm -hmm. I can tell uh, you, uh, you're here with us that you are a man of integrity, mm. uh, the real deal. So, um, uh, folks, you have decisions to make for June 7th, and uh, you may be you know, influenced by our, today's show. So on that note, I'm going to say thank you, for everyone, for joining us at House of Pride Radio, uh, live from Woo! San Francisco. We're going to go out with a song I think we can all relate to. You can get a dance. Uh, you can dance if you want to. It's the Village People, Macho Man.
practitioners, and basically, you're shaking your head like the sake of an so then you're like this, right? And fucking, and just like planking, it's going the distance, you know what I mean? And like, and your intestinal tract is 30 inches long, so that means you've got a lot of shit up in there. And serious yoga practitioners, you know, most people go to the bathroom, they shit that first shit out, and then they think it's over, you know what I mean? Yoga shit practitioners, we're going for the third and fourth ones. you guys didn't like you know see that at home you could never imagine it so you know I'm not gonna help you out so awesome that was really informative and helpful to my future I as a also potential bus dweller um, the next person's name is all right here he comes um, how do we say that because I can't read your penmanship my friend no how do you what's your name Devin Devin Kelzuzra. Thank you so much, Mutiny Radio. Here we go. 